What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your host, John McKay, and I have the full crew. It's Jeremy Vale, that lovely voice from West Kentucky, and that New Jersey voice, Kyle Clark. Guys, how's it going? It's good. How's it going, everybody? Good morning. How's everyone doing? Good. Um, well, as hot as the Braves were before Friday, I think they cooled off. Uh, yeah, you could say that a little bit, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, you look at the Padres, um, you know, Padres are a good team, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it's money could buy, uh, they're, uh, they're a really good team. So, uh, I didn't think their pitching staff was that good and, and, uh, but, uh, you know, they're, they're better than what they're advertised and, and it, what, you know, could be a potential, uh, playoff, uh, you know, series later on down the road. So, and that's okay. I'd rather than win now. And uh, then us win later. Right, definitely. Um, so Thursday night it was a five-four walk-off for the the Braves as a win. Friday night it was a five-four victory for the Padres, but it wasn't a walk-off. It was a reverse score. But you know, I thought that was kind of uh, um, ironic. Yeah, I I think that those two, the first game was was uh, a little bit of a back and forth, and we saw Arcia come up clutch at the end. I, I think that that was a really good one, and I you know that series it was a um a, a, let's call it a, a series of unfortunate events, right? The perfect storm, ah. right? That's how I would call it. Um, yeah. the, the first thing one is the weather, right? It was cold, it was rainy. Uh, we were just talking about this offline. You know, the weather wasn't too great uh, on this side of the the United States. Um, so that, that attributed to it all like, I'm not, a, I'm not a let's make excuses for an injury guy, but you know, in two of those three games, we had Dodd start and uh, also Jared Schuster who looks way over his head. So I think having those rookies start and, you know, no money Mike either who makes that makes the engine go round too. So I think there's just a lot going on for, with us. I know they're missing Tatis, but I think that uh, I think we face them next week coming up in their park in San Diego. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if we get freed back, I know Kyle Wright's starting today. So I, I think that uh, we can chalk that up as uh, hopefully an anomaly. Yeah, you know, the weather, uh, the, de- dealing with the, the cold, um, especially how cold it was, uh, you know, when you see Ronald Acuna out there with uh, what looks like a hoodie on uh, <laughs> and he's got what appears to be something that you might find a quarterback wearing trying to keep his hands warm. Uh, you knew it was cold, and anytime as a pitcher and even a hitter too, anytime you know you you're trying to get a grip on the ball, uh, you know it's cold, so you're you may be having to put a little bit more into it, which means you might uh, you know might pull something, might do something. I I don't know. It's weather, and again, no excuses. But uh, you know, both teams have to play under the same circumstances. But uh, yeah, it's 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 difficult playing. In the, in the cold, especially when you just come from spring training and it's warm and, uh, you know, the first uh, few series were warm and now it's cold. And, yeah, it's, it's a difficult thing to, to play in. But, again, no excuses because in August it's going to be smoking hot. Oh, yeah. You mentioned injuries, Kyle. Um, Darno is on the concussion list. Did, now, I was out eating dinner when this collision happened. Did you guys happen to hear the collision and what happened? with the runner and uh, Travis Darno at the plate? 
Yeah, listen, there's there's a conversation going on like it was a dirty hit by uh, Ruben Odor. I didn't think so. I didn't think that, it, you know, I think it was just kind of a bang-bang thing, and he was kind of caught in the middle and decided to not slide. And it looked ugly. It looked like a football collision. He looked like he got jacked up, right? Um, but, yeah, it was it was pretty rough to see. But, I mean, credit to Darno, He stayed in the game. I think he uh, yeah, hit like a, a really solid line drive uh, to the outfield. It got caught, but I mean, it was it was a, it was a nice swing on the ball. But I think that they uh, they took precaution to it. They should have. He has a history of concussions, so you know we're we're hoping for the best for him because we're going to need him. But I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about last night's opener against the Reds, and uh, I think we're we're okay at catcher to hold down yeah. the fort. Yeah, uh, the fourth concussion, yeah. I think, for Darno. If that's Ooh. if that's what I heard, so. Uh, yeah, every bit of precaution uh, for sure. Uh, you know, it's early in the season too. Um, just like we've said with Freed and and with Kyle Wright and you know Soroka, those guys. You know, it's early in the season. Uh, I want those guys. Uh, I want those guys later in the year. Uh, and and if they got to take a few weeks off right now, that's okay. Uh, we'll we'll be okay. And especially with Sean Murphy behind the plate, as you mentioned, Kyle. It's it's um, you know it's. I think we're okay at the catching position. Uh, I mean, that's what was intended. That's why we traded for Sean Murphy, uh, you know, for, for him to be, uh, if not the everyday catcher, at least almost the everyday catcher. So I, I think we're okay. You mentioned four concussions, Jeremy. Uh, at least it's not as bad as two from like that often. Yeah, you know, concussion, that, that's always a big thing. You know, football, the, that football injury is, is big. Um you know, if you look even in my favorite sport, it's Nat- one of my other favorite sports is NASCAR, and the concussions have been a big thing there too. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I, you, you want these guys to be able to have a productive life after they get out of, of baseball. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if you can, uh, you know, leave, leave Darno at the DH and let him just hit and not have to do anything else for a while, then, then that's okay. But you certainly want these guys to be – uh, a, a lot healthy after they get out of baseball. Oh yeah. When I think of concussions, though, I think a lot of you know bust, the Busty Buster Posey con, uh, collisions mm. and stuff like that. Yeah, and that was even, even you know. Of course, that changed the whole game anyway. As far as those bang bang plays at home plate, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, he uh, ended up uh, you know um, you know fracturing his leg and. And, uh, you know, kind of what uh, O'Neill Cruz did uh, Monday night, too. Uh, fracturing his leg, slide, I believe, sliding into home. Uh, and he's Ooh. out for the next four months. So, uh, yeah, you know, they, they, they don't want you running into the catcher anymore, uh, being mm-hmm. that unprotected. It's like the quarterback. You know, they don't want you barely hitting the quarterback. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a precaution. Uh, you know, the catcher's got all that gear on, too, and you think that that um, – that would be uh, something that would protect him, but uh, not necessarily. Uh, you know, he still uh, can be exposed at times. And, and mm-hmm. uh, you, boy, again, you want these guys to be productive after they get out of baseball. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll go back to Friday night. The Braves lose to the Padres 5-4. to four. Um, It was a back and forth. It was kind of the same, same you know, story as Thursday night, but, uh, different uh, different results for the Braves. Um, who who had a good game in your opinion, Jeremy and Kyle? 
Yeah, I mean, just looking at the box score, I watched. I watched uh, majority of the game. I thought that uh, I thought Austin Riley looked good. He was three for three with an RBI. Um, but I mean, he was the only one who really did anything. Ozuna, who I I don't even think that we should waste any amount of airspace on on him, to be honest with you. But he had a he he hit a home run. It was his second hit of the season. He's still stuck on two hits. Um, but it it was just Austin Riley trying to do everything for us. But um, unfortunately, we couldn't get anything really going today. That was the Schuster game, first inning. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get out of his own way. Um, and but the bullpen held it down after giving up. Uh, I think they gave up one run uh, the entire game. So. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that was that's what we'll say about that. I mean, just kind of crumble it up and throw it in the trash and move forward. Yeah, you know, uh, Schuster gave up four four and runs, and uh, then Tonkin gave up the one in two innings. But the, the rest of the bullpen, I think that's probably where you would go, uh, you know, after that. But uh, I'm a little disappointed with Schuster. You know, he had a great spring, but, um, you know, we, we can't, especially to a good team like the Padres, you can't give up four runs. Uh, you know, he can't give up runs, you know, two in the first inning. He gave up four in the first inning the last time he pitched. So, uh, you know, it's hard to overcome, and it just seems like we couldn't get the hits in the right situation. Uh, but, uh, yeah, pitching, you know, <clears throat> starting pitching, that's always what we've been good at. And, uh, you know, we gotta uh, we got to continue that train. We just can't give up those runs and have to fight back so far, um, and it, it takes a lot out of you. Watching – Schuster pitch. What do you think is his struggle right now? Uh, well, one, I think that his his unfortunately his fastball is. I mean, it's topping out at like ninety one miles an hour, ninety miles an hour. So I think that's tough because his best pitch is his changeup, uh, and and that that's his best pitch, right? And when he's not locating his slider and he can't get ahead with his fastball, I think that's putting him into trouble. And then also he's just not locating. Uh, it's it's. I, it's expected, right? He's a young pitcher. He's still kind of learning who he is. He's, you know, a top prospect, right? But I think that we've gotten a little, I want to say the word um, greedy because our top prospects have been so good for so yeah, for the last like three, four, hammer, five years. So I think that, yeah, we've, we've gotten a little bit lucky and spoiled on that front. So I think with that, with him, that's where we're at. And, uh, you know, they set him down. I'm sure he's going to get some seasoning. Hopefully he gets a couple starts in a triple a, get his confidence back up. But ideally, and this is no shade to him, right? Cause I think that he does have a good future on us on the staff um, in like a, you know, end of the rotation, middle of the rotation kind of guy. I just hope we don't see him uh, for a couple months. Let it, let him, let him get better. <laughs> let him get better. Right. Um, I think yeah. that uh, Dodd has been more impressive to me. Dodd got bum rushed a little bit by the Padres. We'll talk about, but uh, yeah, that, that's what I see with Schuster. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know. I'm not sure we're going to see him for a while because Kyle Wright's coming back. Uh, you know, I expect Max Free to be back, so that would really push uh, push him uh, push him out. And you know, Bryce Elder. As much as we talked about Bryce Elder, uh, it, it seems like when we need a good game, uh, you know, or need a game, we get one from Bryce Elder, and uh, in, in, including you know last uh, or Monday night's win over the Reds. Uh, although he didn't get the win, but uh, I'm not sure we're going to see Schuster for a while. Dodd may have earned himself another another start, but uh, I'm like you. I think let's send him down and, and um, get his confidence back up. Speaking of Elder, he has not a lot of run all year. I just heard that set this morning. He's been he's been yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. You know when it's um, when when you need a game. 
Uh, it seems like Bryce Elder's the guy we've been calling on, uh, and and that's and that's good. Um, you know, I'm glad his confidence is where it needs to be. And uh, of course, he was facing the Reds, and uh, you know, Padres a tough lineup. You know, they they got the oh, little yeah. gauntlet of uh, Machado and and uh, Bogarts and and uh, Juan Soto, and even Juan Soto's not hitting the ball very well. And then when you get Tatis coming back, you know, that's a that's a pretty tough lineup they've got. Uh, but um, but yeah, I you know, let's get our starting pitching back in order, and and uh, you know, then then let's throw it against the Padres, which hopefully, uh, you know, the next series that we are uh, playing San Diego out west, uh, you know, maybe we'll have all our guys in place, and uh, it'll be a little different story. Moving on to Saturday evening. No, I didn't watch any of this game because I was out uh, out to dinner with. My wife for my birthday. Um, Happy birthday! Thank you, thank you. Yes. Um. So the the Braves end up losing eight to four. Charlie Morton pitches for the Braves. The big story out of this, from what I could tell, was the concussion from uh, Travis Turner. Did you guys see anything else um, remarkable from, or memorable from this game? Or no, that you know that 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 four to one loss was another uh, one of those cold nights, uh, and I think it affected Charlie more than anything. And um, had six hits. He gave up two earned, uh, three walks again, and did strike out uh, six. But you know, the bullpen held him. Uh, Young gave up one run, uh, just fresh up from the minors as well. Gave up one run, uh, but the bullpen did hold. But uh, just couldn't get any hits again. Um, you know, up and down the lineup, it was Matt Olson. That was about it. Uh, Albies had a hit. Uh, Hilliard had a hit, but uh, you know, three hits. Uh, for uh, Matt Olson, I was uh, in the movies that night. I went to see John Wick, John Wick Four, and mm. and so I was watching on my phone a little bit, and and um, it just seemed like they had guys on base that just couldn't get them in. Yeah, yep. John Wick Four, great movie. Saw it last week. Uh, good taste in movies you got there, Jeremy. Uh, Thank you. The only thing I'm going to add to that is right. Like I, I watched the game. I was uh, I was able to I was able to watch it, and Charlie. He was effectively wild. I, um, you know, a lot of pitches, 104 <laughs> pitches, but you know, he kept us in the game, right? You give up four runs with this offense. I mean, he, I mean, pretty much we gave up three runs in the first eight innings, right? You would think with this right. offense we could, but I mean, the story of the game was Michael Waka came out of nowhere, six innings, ten Ks, no runs, two hits. I mean, guy, I mean, they couldn't touch his fastball that was sitting at like 91. They couldn't touch his curveball, his changeup. I mean, he was. Dotting uh, eyes, crossing T's. He, he was really good. What was really good to see, though, was the Padres brought in uh, Josh Hader to uh, close it out for the second straight night. They worked him. They, they actually put the first two men on, and then, uh, and then he caved the final three. So they, they worked him a little bit, and they, they made it interesting. But, um, you know, it just, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. You, you catch someone who has their best start since 2015, and you tip your yeah. cap, and uh, you move forward to, uh, to the next one. Yeah, you know, the Cardinals wish they got a start out of Waka like one of those. They never did, you know. He read my mind. I was thinking that. That's why they, they, he's not pitching. But, yeah, Josh Hader, you know, typical closer. Let's let the first two guys get on, and then let's get everybody else out after that to make the manager, uh, you know, rock back and forth a little crazy. So, uh, Didn't yeah, Kimball used to do that a lot? Pardon? Yeah, well, that's his calling card, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's all right. You know, uh, Charlie's going to pitch. Um, uh, Charlie's Charlie's a good pitcher. You know, uh, he 
um, got a lot of mileage on that arm. So, uh, you know, you, your, your hope is you, you bounce back with the next start. It's going to maybe be a little bit warmer. Uh, uh, and, um, you know, that was, I believe, uh, Saturday night. Uh, you guys were getting a lot of, at least you, John, were getting a lot of rain, too, and had mm-hmm. a lot of rain. You know, they had to delay the Masters. Uh, you know, they didn't finish up round three of the Masters uh, that day uh, because of rain. So, uh, so yeah, and it being cold as well. So, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it's, it's April, uh, and, and hopefully come August, as I mentioned, it's, you know, you're not going to be looking back and saying, oh, I wish it was cold again. <laughs> Speaking of the Masters, did you guys see the tree fall on some people? Did, yep. That was scary. Um, yeah, it was pretty scary. That's that's why I decided let's not have it. Uh, you know, they had to yeah they had to really work rework the schedule. But uh, overall, uh, overall great tournament I thought. Hmm. Um, anything else from this game? I think we can move move forward. Let, let, let's forget lost. it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get much better Sunday. Um, I think the final score was ten to two. You got it. Yeah, one of my um, here's my thing. So I, I I don't like the Sunday night games. Uh, don't know why, but I I never have uh, like the Sunday afternoon games. So that either I, a I can I can watch while I'm. I mean I can watch the game Sunday night. Uh, that's not a problem. But uh, the the uh, NASCAR race also was Sunday night. They were racing on dirt. So I had too many things going on at one time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it seems like the Sunday night game has been one of those we have not played well at times. Uh, and I'm sure we're going to get our fair share of Sunday night games. But I don't know. We just didn't play well. We didn't put on a, didn't put on a good show again, uh, unfortunately. And, and um, you know, Dodd, after his first good outing, didn't have a good outing, you know, gave up seven earned runs. Uh, so, uh, not, uh, not good. And, um, you know, then, uh, the bullpen wasn't bad, although giving up three runs, but, but boy, they just steamrolled right past us. Yeah. Dodd looked uh, really overwhelmed. Um, not much to say here. I think Olsen had, had three hits, um, three or three. Yeah. I think he had three hits. And other than that, I mean, just, just not our series. I think at the end of the day, we can all agree, you know, anytime that, well, it, one night it's Michael Waka. The next night it's Nelson Cruz setting the record for most RBI, tying the record for most RBIs for someone at the age of forty-two or over, or something like that. He had he was three for four with six RBIs. Wow, like, he's forty-two. Uh yeah, I believe so. Hey, wow, I didn't know. Wasn't it was it wasn't it old people day? And I'm not saying old people. I'm sorry because I'm fifty-two. <laughs> so um, you know, because Phil Mickelson uh, finished in the top five, and he was the uh, first one of his age to ever finish in the top five at the Masters. So, oh, wow. uh, you got that, and then you got Nelson Cruz, who uh, seems to continue to be able to hit the ball, even though, uh, you know, he is 42. So, yeah. He's catching Julio Franco. <laughs> he, might, he, ju- he just might. He just might. He, he just might. That's right. He's still, you know, he's still playing. You know, he's still playing somewhere. Somewhere. He's playing some slow pitch softball league in Nashville, probably <laughs> that guy. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. Oh, uh, he was. I love. He was awesome. Yeah, he's he's been around a long time. <laughs> so I'll ask you guys the same question I did about Schuster. What was? I can't see pitches. You know, I don't see much of anything. Um, what was? Uh, Dylan Dodd's issue with his 
pitches this week, this Sunday? I think it was nerves. I'm not going to make excuses for the kid, but I mean, his first prime time, well, it's the second major league start, first prime time, uh, real start on ESPN, mm-hmm. facing probably, I'd say, the only other elite team in the National League besides the Braves, um, right? Even though they're missing Tatis, that's still a murderer's row in, in their oh, yeah. lineup. So I think that was it. And then also, he wasn't really locating, you know, what he did his all spring training and he did in that first start um, was he was just fearless, right? He was attacking the zone. This time, you saw he was nibbling around the corners. He wasn't going at him. He wasn't trusting his stuff. He wasn't throwing the fastball inside and then coming back with the slider. So I think it was just, you know, nerves, not being comfortable. It was his first start at home as well, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big deal too because I think I think I heard he was a, a Braves fan growing up. So, like, that, you know, that's a little nerve-wracking to do that. I think he had a bunch of bench, uh, family and friends in the stands too, so. I, I chalk it up to that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, t- say that I don't want to see him just like I did with Schuster. I think that uh, Dodd has earned has earned that spot. Uh, you know, until Freed comes back and and Soroka, et cetera. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's easier getting those starts on the road. Um, you know, in front of the visiting fans, rather. You know, when you're the visitor, instead of at home. Uh, because there is a lot of pressure on you, you know, with the fans, the home fans wanting to see you do well, and you, you have all the people in to, uh, to come watch you. So sometimes there's a lot more pressure, and, and especially being a uh, nationally televised game, uh, a lot more people out there to see it. So, uh, you know, you put the pressure on wanting to do wanting to do well, and uh, it just didn't <clears throat> turn out that way. And, uh, again, this is a good Padre lineup. Um, and – you know they're they're uh, they're tough. Uh, you know they brought in these guys uh, to be able to play, and and uh, you know fortunately for them, their pitching staff was good too. I don't think that's going to be the case all year, uh, but um, you know we we just so happen to hit them early on, and uh, you know let's let's see. You know we're going to get them again, and then I don't think we get them until well hopefully it'll be the playoffs, and I think we'll be a much different team then. Um, speaking of Dodd being. Uh, a brave fan. Sounds like you, Jeremy. He grew up in the St. Louis area. Yeah. And yeah. he's a brave fan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know, this, the, the, bad, the sad thing about the games that are that the Braves have played lately is, you know, I can't watch them. Uh, I can only, uh, I can only um, you know, follow it on my, on my phone uh, through either the Bleacher Report app or through the MLB app or something. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, growing up, it, it was because I could watch the Braves uh, on TBS all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's why I became a Braves fan uh, many, many, many years ago. So and always have been. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, everybody in this, in this end is uh, St. Louis fans, not Cincinnati fans, even though Cincinnati's, you know, uh, um, it, it's close as well. But everybody's St. Louis fans. It was nice to get the wins over St. Louis, though. So, Oh, I bet it was. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it's, um, it's, it, it's, you know, the Braves have, have been there. Um, I'm only five hours now from the stadium, which is better, but, uh, still, um, you know, it's, they're, you know, again, St. Louis is in this area and I'm, you know, not that, that wasn't for me when I was growing up. <laughs> um, so are we, any more interesting stuff from this game, or should we move on to the, the yeah. fun stuff? 
I'm re- I'm ready to talk about. I'm I'm ready to talk some positivity, guys. That's yeah. what I'm ready to talk about. Yeah. Well, the Braves, they uh, walk off the Reds, um, five to four in ten innings on Monday night. Um, Bryce Elder pitched really good. Uh, didn't allow a run. Um, nobody scored until like the seventh inning, I think. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sixth, inning. Seven, sixth inning. Sixth inning, Braves got a run. Um, I believe um, one of those they got thanks to a wild pitch, I believe. I can't watch the game. I can only follow. Uh, I think so. I know Murphy got a – he doubled in somebody. Uh, Arcia or no? Yeah. Yes, that, that's, I think that's that may have been the first run. The second run they got uh, was on a wild pitch, I believe. Uh, yeah, that was the insurance run that uh, Arcia came back in home. He he got a little yeah. dinged up on that one. So yeah, the first one was oh, okay. Murphy Murphy down the line double, um, and then that was I think that was Austin Riley scoring from first. Uh, so, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's correct. Yeah, I remember yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, Riley scored twice. Murphy scored once. Uh, Albie scored once, and then uh, Arcia scored once. So that's where you got all the scoring. But Murphy got the three RBIs and. Um, you know, Matt Olson on base three times this dude with walks, but you know the ender was what was uh, you know what was incredible, and uh, you know how I feel about extra inning games, and uh, you know they end up getting that run very quickly, and uh, so uh, you know fortunately the bullpen you know kept it in check, but uh, uh, you know my wife, I was I was sitting there and we're losing uh, the the game, she's like oh it's going to be a long baseball season, uh, and then all of a sudden <laughs> I mean. It wasn't, you know, two minutes later, uh, Murphy hits a home run. He goes, oh, you're over there complaining about them, and now they're winning. I'm like, yeah, that, well, that's the way it works, doesn't it? So, anyway. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's a good win. And, and uh, you know, you uh, Murphy, again, that's what we got the guy for. So, uh, was uh, not only to, to be able to catch, but to hit as well. And uh, to have three hits last night, three RBIs. Uh, pick up your first homer as a Brave, uh, that's that's the way. And, again, that's, uh, you know, walk-offs, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's what you'd love to see. You'd love to be able to score those runs in those late innings, in the ninth inning, whatever. Uh, it just makes you more dangerous when you feel comfortable uh, either trailing or tied and you're able to score those runs in the ninth inning or even the tenth inning. Yeah, it's been this team's M.O. for, what, five years now, six years yeah. running? There's, yeah. They yeah. never quit. They never say die. And, uh, and we saw that last night. I mean, like we said, it was cruising zeros for majority of the game. And then we get, we score they uh, we, we get the extra run. They come back, they, they t- tie it in the ninth and then, uh, and then take the lead early in the 10th. And you're thinking like, okay, wow. Uh, like kind of get hit, hit into a wall, kind of running into a wall. It's like, wow, this is that we could actually lose this game. It could be a four, four game losing streak. And then, yes. you know, the beauty of uh, – sometimes the, uh, the new rules of uh, extra ratings are beautiful, right? Where, uh, yeah. you know, the home team gets the last at-bats, and uh, Sean Murphy put a great swing on it, first home run as a Brave, and uh, I know that must have felt really good for him. And uh, that's his power. That's his power stroke. That little – I noticed that in spring training. I see his stuff last year. He hits the ball to center field, right center field. That's where his power alley's at. And, uh, man, pretty, pretty fun. Pretty fun to see. Yeah, you know, Kyle, you're new to this. Yeah, Kyle, new to this podcast. I can't stand the extra inning rule. Although, I, you know, I, I, I'm a big believer in the fact that I'm going to get me one run in extra innings, uh, just because I'm going to bat. I'm going to get that guy to third base, 
and then somehow or another I'm going to get him in either with a, a long ground out or a pop fly to the outfield, something like that. And it seems like we can't score those runs, even though they're easy runs to score. Uh, you know, the, the Reds got it last night on a hit. Uh, you know, so, um, you know, those are the things that I'm going to do. Uh, but I'm going to get me a run. And it seems like we never can get that run. But, um, you know, uh, two years ago uh, when we were World Series champs, it seemed like we uh, had we were great in extra innings. Uh, and, and so, again, it, it's being able to score those runs when the pressure's on. And, and the pressure was on. And, and uh, you know, Sean Murphy got it. And, and, again, you're right. That's been the MO for the last few years. And uh, just uh, don't get us – you better you better get more than – three or four runs in, in, in the ninth inning uh, because the Braves seem like they can score whatever they want to. So, um, I kind of got the – it's spoiled for me. The, I got the alert because I was listening to Ben Ingram and Joe Simpson, and then I got the alert, and then I was like, okay, they, they won, but I want to hear this. And 30 yeah. seconds later, I hear the call, and I was like, oh, that's exciting. Like, Man, please report an MLB, you ruined it for me. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, they're ruining it with, uh, with good news. That, that's what matters. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's me too. I was the same thing. The MLB app was was ahead of um, the radio because I flipped on the radio for um, a little while, uh, and and I could I could watch, and it would be uh, you're right. It'd be about thirty seconds is what it would be. So finally, I just mm-hmm. turned it off and started uh, watching the app, uh, and. Um, and then, you know, that, that happened. So, yeah, good news. Uh, it was much-needed news. You know, your hat's off to Bryce Elder for pitching another good game. Oh. Um, you know, I, I hate that you didn't get the win. Uh, but uh, if you can go out and do that and throw you, you know, six and a third innings, uh, strike out seven, only walk one, and get your team in a position uh, to, to be able to try to win the game, uh, I think you ask Braves management, and they'll take that every single night. Definitely. Um. Any more good news out of this game? <laughs> we got the win. Uh, big shout out to Dylan Lee. Came on. We talked about it. The Reds scored that little bloop, little bloop run. But other than that, he he kept the fire out. Right, one hit, yeah, one run, kept us in it. Yeah. Got the W. Yeah. Uh, that guy, I I gained a lot of respect for him last year, and because he came out of nowhere, and uh, he's yeah. he's someone that I trust. Right, I think with the bullpen right now. You know, you look at it. I think Jesse Chavez we can trust. I think Nick yep. Anderson, yeah. Nick Anderson we can trust. Uh, yep. He gave up a run yesterday, but that guy's electric and he's going to get better as the season goes on. Uh, Minter, obviously we can trust. He had a rough night last night. Lee we can trust, and I think uh, when Iglesias comes back and obviously McHugh, I think this bullpen's going to be you know one of the best in the game. Uh, but it's good to put these guys that are not maybe used to these high leverage situations like a Dylan Lee. Or like Nick Anderson, even though he did it with the Rays, in these spots where it's like, okay, we might be playing in uh, April right now, but let's get the reps in so that way when it really matters, when it's when it's time to really cut our teeth later in the season, you know they're gonna they're gonna be more ready. Definitely, um, I, I I have to agree with you. The bullpen is, as Kirby Smart likes to say, elite. Oh, you mentioned the word uh, Kirby. Notice I didn't mention Kirby Yates because that's someone I don't trust. <laughs> oh. That was a uh, – I didn't know I was setting you up, but uh, – Hey, yeah. set him up. I'll knock him down. 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of Kirby Smart, I didn't know. Uh, did we talk about Stetson Bennett the other day, Jeremy? Did we? Uh, you talking about? Uh, um, no, you mean going out the first pitch? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, what I, a kid. I didn't think that I didn't I didn't know that until uh, the day after. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder yeah. if he uh, if he does if the NFL doesn't work out. I wonder if uh, pitching in the uh, MLB will work out for him. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Nowadays, you never know. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Um. So moving on to the next couple of games in this this uh, Braves season, the Braves play the Reds tonight. I know Kyle Wright is making his. Uh, season debut. Um, I could look. Let's see who is pitching. Leave it sure, green so. for the Reds. Of, uh, green Green goes tomorrow, I believe. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I think it's Green and Strider tomorrow, and it's right. Okay. And, I for, I was looking at it this morning. I, I forget. Oh, it's um. Uh, uh Louis Sessa. He used to pitch for the Yankees, oh, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, my, that my is Wednesday. I'm excited to see that matchup. That is two fireball pitchers that can just light the gun up. That is going to be impressive um, Wednesday. Yeah, you know, um, I think probably tonight with Kyle Wright going, you may, um, you might see him um, maybe pitch count, maybe innings restriction, maybe something. So, uh, you know, the bullpen may get used. You know, if when when you go to Strider. Uh, with the day off on Thursday, you may see more, but you'd like to see Spencer go a little bit further uh, in the game uh, to give the bullpen a break. But uh, I'm interested to see about Kyle Wright. Uh, you know, you got uh, <coughs> a guy who could win 20 games every year for the next, you know, three, four, five years. Um, mm-hmm. So gets his first start tonight. Uh, you know, let's uh, uh, let's hope that uh, everything's okay arm-wise and and uh, he uh, gets back to the form that he had. You know, his uh, his game last year was opening weekend. I was there. Uh, that was the night they got the rings, and he was lights out in his first start of last year. So hopefully he can be lights out again uh, against the Reds. We can get some runs and get the game over with uh, pretty quickly and uh, uh, give him a, a nice win. I, I look for good things out of Kyle Wright as well. I think uh... – I'm looking forward to him continuing his success from last year. Yeah, uh, we need Kyle Wright um, as much as anybody. And, um, you know, we need Max Fried to get back as well to kind of solidify that uh, starting rotation. And, and um, you know, it, Kyle Wright pitched great last year. Very rarely did he have uh, that, uh, that bad game. So, uh, hopefully that's what we're going to see this year. And, and, again, I want my guys pitching, you know, in, in late July and August to, to get us ready for that postseason push. So, uh, mm-hmm. you don't have to rush Kyle Wright, but I'm glad he's going tonight. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, okay. I co-sign all of that, Jeremy. I couldn't have said it better myself. I'm, I'm excited to see him go. I, I'm sure there's going to be some rust, maybe a little bit of nerves. But uh, he, he showed us who he was last year, and, uh, and that's good enough for me. You guys know anything about Luis Sessa? Uh, I, I, you know, he's a, he's a, uh, I would say a middle tier right-handed pitcher. Some some movement relies on his breaking stuff. Um, not someone that I think that 
will cause us as many problems as like a great like Ashcroft, uh, Ashcroft last night was really good. He throws hard. I think his stuff is rated like um, there's some analytics on him. Like he is like rated right now like the second best stuff in the NL by some analytic metric, and I don't know what it means, but I know that uh, what I saw last night was really impressive. So. He's good. I think that tonight this guy pitches more to contact, and I think that that's a uh, recipe for disaster uh, to, for him, especially yeah. in this ballpark against this offense. Who, let's face it, yeah. we're due for a seven, eight, nine run spot game. So I'm mm-hmm. looking for a big, big win, and get, you know, hopefully score a couple runs early in the first inning, second inning. I like to see Ronald maybe hopefully jumpstart us with an extra base hit, double, maybe a home run to start the game, get get uh, Kyle Wright a little bit of lead. And then, uh, and then let him coast for five innings, maybe six innings, and uh, you know, shut it down and win the series. Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, I agree. I I uh, echo those sentiments. Uh, get going early. Give Wright a little bit of uh, room to to work, and hopefully, he can go five or six innings, keep the pitch count down, and and uh, you know, look like him, look like his old self. So, um, but I think the key is let's get started early. Uh, and, and pick up a win and let's pick up back where we left off and winning, uh, winning the series and uh, then uh, welcome the Royals. Uh, in, uh, um, so uh, actually we go to Royal, actually we go to Kansas City, but, uh, you know, head off to Kansas City and after a, a, a series win against the Reds and, and then uh, off we go to the old West Coast. So I got one more question and then we can uh, close out. Um, who had the best game offensively all four of these games? Who who would be the standout for you guys? I'm I'm gonna go Ronald. Uh, Ronald's hitting 340 right now. He's leading the team in batting average. Uh, actually, I think actually RC is at 341, but I'm still going Ronald. He's the table setter. He's got five stolen bases, ten runs scored. I know he was leading the National League in that. He's the table setter, and I think that uh, you know he looks really good. I mentioned it uh, on my first podcast that. I look a lot at where he's at in terms of how he's seeing the ball and his swing, whether he's following through with one hand or two hands. It's just something I've noticed uh, since he came up uh, as a rookie. And right now I'm seeing a a full follow through. I'm not seeing these wild one-handed swings. I'm I'm seeing like actually looking down at the ball, making contact and following through. And uh, listen, I, I told you guys this the other day, I think he's the most talented, the best player in baseball. Right, you can include Otani there. I think when Ronald's going, no one can get to that level. Um, at least from what he does from a you know um, five tool perspective. But right now, he's my guy. He's he's the guy leading the, the charge. I know Olsen's doing great. It's actually pretty crazy to look at that. Uh, Ronald, Olsen, and Riley are all hitting over three hundred in their first three spots. But if I had to pick one, that, that's who I'm going with. Yeah, I agree with you. The table setter. Uh, that is. Um where it all starts and when you got a guy like Ronald who is leading off who probably is more your prototypical uh you know cleanup hitter third place hitter whatever in the in the lineup but leading off but can steal bases um you know when he gets on in the first inning uh it seems like uh he disrupts a lot of things when it comes to the pitcher when it comes to the catcher uh pitcher's got to pay attention uh but the problem is if he's paying attention to Ronald, if he loses sight of Matt Olson up there, then Matt Olson will take him deep, you know? So uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. It's important for, uh, for Ronald to get on base, you know, Ronald steals bases, you know, that's the other thing with these new rules is, 
uh, it's allowed them, uh, you know, Ronald, although he was a base stealer anyway to begin with, uh, it's allowed them uh, a lot more flexibility, and, and that's what Major League Baseball wants to see is let's steal some bases. And now when you got a guy who was at first base is now on second base, and you still got to deal with Matt Olson, uh, you know, it's, it's like a, a well-oiled machine. And I think that's where it gets started. And, and so Ronald getting on base uh, is important. And, and when he does, uh, boy, Katie bar the door, watch out. Uh, predominantly, they're going to score runs. I'm going to go with Sean Murphy. I like just it. Off of, just off of his three, R, three RBI performance last night. Well, that's why they got him. Mm-hmm. Catch and hit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, um, we've come to the end of this. You guys, both of you guys, got anything else to? say before we get out of here you know from my perspective i just want to uh you know just let everyone know like hey like like uh like jeremy's wife said it's a long season right so buckle up there's going to be highs there's going to be lows but the important thing is is that we got to trust the process here right like if we look back as far as when we won the world series a couple two years ago you know it's a there's a lot of ebbs and flows to the season you can't get too high or too low wins or losses are going to happen i see you know i try to Keep the pulse of the Braves fans on uh, on Twitter, and I saw a lot of. Uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. But I like to do it for uh, for I guess comedic purposes. But I see I saw a lot of like Sean Murphy's trash slander, and I'm just like, they must not know who this guy is, right? Like, no, he's he's that dude, right? Like he's he's done it for Oakland in that park. So then I see yeah. this, and I'm like, okay, well, like. Let's have a little patience. We're not even like double digits uh, games for the season yet. And then now here we go. Three for five yesterday, game winning home run. And you go on there and it's going to be a different tune about him. So let's be patient. Let's enjoy the ride. This team is going to be there at the end when the dust settles. And it's going to be, it's going to be a good summer. I've heard Drake's Facebook is worse. So I don't have yeah. Facebook. So, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, I'm glad I'm missing out on that. Oof. The, the takes on Twitter and social media in general, when somebody has a bad game, it's just ridiculous. And that's just that's, that's all I have to say on that one. Yeah, I mean, I I, I do my fair share of yelling at the TV, um, but uh, I also know that look, this you know they're liable to come in and and uh, they're human. Uh, they're gonna have a you know I have a bad day at work, you know, but mm-hmm. I get up and go to work the next day. So uh, you know. This is a long season. This is kind of why I don't like the beginning of the year uh, because you can't gauge anything. You know, the Rays right now are 10-0. and 0. Um, So that's great and everything, but are they going to be able to sustain that? You know, they're not going to go undefeated. They're not going to go 162-0. and 0. They're not going to do that. Are they going to be able to sustain that? So, uh, you know, it's a long, long season. We've got 162 games to play, um, and, you know, it, it's – uh, you know, right now the record's looking really good, but the problem is how many games we played? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games that we yeah. played. Uh, so, not enough to me right now to gauge on on what's going on. You know, the Phillies. Look, Sandy Alcantara yesterday uh, pitching Ooh. against the Phillies, and he was not good pitching against the Phillies, and has not been good. So, I mean, oh, wow. Sandy Alcantara, Sandy Alcantara, you know, uh, you know, could go out and win you a Cy Young with the with the Marlins. So, mm-hmm. I mean. It's early. It's way too early to for anybody to be bashing anybody right now uh, or anytime. So, 
uh, yeah, sometimes um, sometimes people just need. I, this is why I wish Facebook had this button, a shut up button. Uh, sometimes uh, sometimes it just needs a shut up button on it. Just shut up. So you know, just leave it alone. So anyway, sorry. I'll you, get off my phone. You got to remember, they're human too. These they're not yeah. superhuman. Yep. These are people yep. just like you. Just because they're athletes and really good athletes doesn't mean they're unhuman. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's my word of advice for the day. Wise. All right. Well, if that is all, you can find us on Twitter at Ethos Braves. That's where you can find the show. You can find me on Twitter at F3 Motley Crew. Kyle? You can find me at, at Kasi15. And then Jeremy, uh, you're on the old yeah, school Facebook. Sorry, I'm the old school Facebook. Yes, you can find me at Jeremy Bell. So. <laughs> uh, I like to give you a hard time. You know, you know, I know. So. It's okay. <laughs> um, you can get the show anywhere you like to listen to a podcast. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. And I'm sure there's other platforms that I'm missing, but I can't remember them all. Um, and just, we really appreciate listening to us and following along. And look forward to talking to you guys soon. And as always, go Braves. Go Braves. Thanks, everyone.